Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. It's so good to see your smiling face. It is a pleasure to be able to smile these days. It's always good to to get an opportunity to talk a little sports with you. Connor McKnight in for Sylvie. How are you? Do you have any, like, before we move on to bigger Uh, and better things, do you have any, like, Super Bowl thoughts you feel you need to exercise? I feel, so that's the interesting part about the take-a-sphere these days, right? Is I I feel like. The take-a-sphere? The take-a-sphere, What is that? That's where we, is that what we live live in? in? Yeah, we trade in. Everyone's got to have a take. We trade in the take-a-sphere these days. You don't have to live by take-a-sphere rules, though. No. You don't have to have. Man cannot live by take alone. It's, you need more than that. You know, it is by good works that we, listen, I, I love the, I think first of all, what a game, right? Yeah. I mean, like we got what we wanted early, but it was very, early. very competitive, very entertaining. If you're going to play, I, I was reminded. Remember that like 2009 playoff series that the Bulls and Celtics played in? Not really. First round series. It went seven games. Oh, yeah. Joe couple Kino's of overtime a, games, couple, like three of them. Just pure nonsense. Yeah. Sloppy basketball. Yeah. Bad team. They weren't going anywhere, but Noah's got a, you know, coast to coast dunk. I yeah. think that sends it to overtime or something like that. A lot of drama. It was bad basketball, yeah. but it was entirely entertaining. And yeah. I, and as long as a football game kind of follows that while it's being sloppy, stays close, something like that, that's great. I got a little jealous. This is that, breaking you know, news. Heads up. On what, Chicago's what, what, home breaking news. Oh, no, we got what? more. Right? Did I predict the next, the next story? Yeah. Danny Jackson has also been released by the Chicago Bears. We got to get Connor some uh, headphones. We're working on that. Yeah. They stole them from uh, my White so Sox Weekly Studios. Just a moment ago, you heard that the Bears have uh, released Cody Whitehair, and now uh, Eddie Jackson has. Neither one of these moves is, sorry to interrupt your, your Super Bowl thought. We'll get back to you. Um, neither one of these moves is unexpected. I think everyone expected that both of these players who have spent a very long time in Bears uniforms were going to be uh, let go and that the Bears were going to pivot and go in another direction. So no surprise that either Eddie Jackson nor um, uh, Cody Whitehair are yeah. being let go. And how much is the savings on if I'm you combine the two? both of those right now. I mean, I think there's a pretty substantial savings attached to them uh, releasing both of these The Eddie guys. Jackson contract was a big one. Right? I mean, it made him one of, if not the highest paid safety in the game at the time. He was in the team photo. And and, and I think Eddie was a it was a favorite of Matt Eberflus's. And I believe last year, not this past season, the year before, he won Matt Eberflus's Ball Hawk Award. Yeah. It kind of, you know, was a career renaissance for him in 2022. But, uh, yeah, 2023 was not nearly as productive. And, and I don't blame the, the Bears. This is part of the business. Eddie's third plus, you know, north of 30. And um, they're going to move forward. And I think it's the right move. Um, uh, Cody Whitehair has had a very nice career here in Chicago. But thought it was the right move for, for them to move on from him as well. So uh, you're going to have a new starting guard. You're going to have a new starting free safety next season. Would you be surprised or how surprised would you be at potential reunions with either player. Very because surprised. Very surprised yeah, I don't think this guys. is a, hey, let's work out. You know, I think it, if that was going to be the case, especially, I, I think it was more of a, an option with Eddie Jackson than it was um, with, uh, with Cody Whitehair. 
because I think maybe there was a chance that they could rework his contract and yeah. keep him in place. Because I know that 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 um, that Matt Eberflus was a fan, but neither I, I don't think either is a candidate to come back well, on it. I'll tell you what, it, it seems to me Whitehair is Whitehair would be much lower on the list for me. He he can't. Unfortunately, he can't play center. Right. So if you are... He's a guard. If you're limited guard only, and yeah, either side of the line, hard worker, all that kind of stuff. I mean, Cody kind of got... I, I had always thought that there was a better player in Cody Whitehair than we saw, maybe. I mean, he had stretches where he played fairly well. But I can't help but wonder whether the bouncing around position to position to position... And I get some guys can do it and some can't. Right. But it's really hard for me to look back at his Bears career and go, well, that didn't hurt him at all. Right. I, I think it... I think it probably did, right? right? I think that lack of consistency, and it's it's unfortunate when you've got a player like that, at least from my perspective, who is so reliable so as to take that job, whatever yeah. that job is, and go do it and do it to the best of his abilities, you kind of get afterthoughted yeah. by coaching staffs at times because you go, well... This guy's got to be our left tackle, and Leno's got to be over here. Cody can kind of be anywhere. We right. know that we can expect whatever from him. So the attention to your development then lessens over time. Yeah. I, I just, no, I think it's a fair assessment of it for sure. I think with, with these two moves, am I correct in suggesting that there isn't a member of the team currently that was on the 18 playoff team. Well, no, I was doing that for sure, I think, yeah. but I think it's I think everybody that's on the team now is post 2020. Oh, post pace. I think it's close. I don't know if is there anybody else right, that is them. here that pull is pull up our lads. I I don't I can't think. Of. I mean, maybe I was Komet 20 or was he 21? Uh, Komet was Komet's 20, a, I believe. Komet's okay. a pace draft pick. So, so maybe Jalen Johnson. Okay, so there's oh, two right, guys Jaylen left Johnson. that are 2020 Nobody from before 2020 is still on the roster, if well, I'm not mistaken. Cairo Ky- Santos did the here, then gone, then here. What was the first time he was? Is he the other guy? Maybe? <sighs> I not, forget when that, he started. I'm not sure. I believe that was after Parky, maybe? Yeah, like sounds a year right. after. Uh, oh, Cody Parkey. would have been around 19. Yeah. yeah Cody Parkey. What a fun time. Why are you was. doing that? Because uh, he ruined Don't do uh, a solid weekend for me. Uh, with Eddie Jackson, though, what I. The moral of the story is, is like this, this football team going forward. Is obviously they have turned the page on the past, and for the most part, it, this is this is Ryan Poles' organization. Well, that's interesting too because one of the things we'll talk about a little later on in the show is uh, the Athletics got a list out of the top needs for each and every of the 32 NFL franchises, and Kevin Fishbane wrote up the need for the Bears. We'll get to that a little later, but I, this does change the hierarchy for them a little bit. I mean. That position in Ibrflus's defense is a little bit different than it was yeah. in defenses past. When you've got, I don't know why I'm spacing on his name, Vic. We have Vic Fangio running oh, yeah. the defense. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a different. What you're asking there is quite different. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting too, and, and not to jump around too much, but actually, you know, Steve Steve Wilkes was fired by Kyle Shanahan yesterday after just one season with the San Francisco 49ers. There's been a lot of talk about how. You know, people are upset that Shanahan is making him the scapegoat. In fact, they held the the Kansas City Chiefs offense in check for a, a good period of time. I was going to say, I was unaware that Steve wanted the ball in overtime. Yeah, I, exactly. I didn't that was not his choice. I was unaware of that. But if you listen to some of the comments that were coming post-game, um, they asked, this was almost like a Mel Tucker situation. They asked Steve Wilkes 
to run a defense that really isn't his defense because ah, they had true. Robert Sala and yeah. then they had yeah. they had D'Amico Ryans and they wanted someone that would remain constant with the defense that they were running. And Fred Warner talked about it. Bosa talked about it. Other guys talked about it. It was kind of putting Steve Wilkes in a difficult situation. So the, the truth of the matter is, is that I think Shanahan's mistake may have been hiring Steve Wilkes if you were asking him to do something that maybe he wasn't accustomed to doing or wasn't comfortable doing. Yeah, but you so. you do like to have a coach that can do a couple of different things for you, right? I mean, it's it's one thing to hire your Vic Fangio who does this and is supposed to reshape the entire... But I, I like a little bit of versatility. I mean, that's what we talk about on the offensive side, right? Yeah. What was the, the shot at Matt Nagy for years here was... This offense must be my offense. Right. I'm not adjusting. No. I'm, well, I'm not an idiot. I know I yeah. need to run the ball more. Well, you didn't run the ball. Yeah. Right? No, I, so it's interesting. I, I don't know what to, I just think they're going to get younger. I think they feel good about what they're asking their defense to do. I think they felt really good about what Eddie did in 2022. And they just didn't get the same type of production. And the, and the contract number was just too high. I, I mean... If Eddie was on a rookie deal or Eddie was making a third of what he was making, maybe they would move forward with him. But at the price that he was, he was commanding, um, this was a this was a decision for them that they could have. They can basically now use some of these assets and, and some of that money in a different position if they need to. Well, or solidifying Jalen Johnson's contract. Right, that's right? true. I mean, that, that's right. the next financial yes. move on the defensive side of things. Yeah, I right? mean, there are some things that I'm sure. That, that they will address in free agency. Obviously, they've got enough money. I believe they're seventh or eighth in terms of cap space available to yeah. them. Uh, they've obviously got excellent draft currency as well, draft capital. Um, I, it's not really Ryan Poles' MO or so. It doesn't seem that they go out in free agency and make that enormous splash. They add, but they don't do it in, like, they're not seeking. They, I mean, the Tremaine Edmonds... Contract was large. I was going to say that. But, but, but I don't think that everyone is expecting Ryan Poles to come out and make this enormous splash for, for whatever it is it, maybe a three technique, a pass rusher. Uh, they're going to have to bring in a center. I would prefer him if he's going to make a splash to do that at edge rusher. I would too. Yeah. Like, I mean, Chris Jones is going to be a free agent, the defensive tackle for Kansas City. Right. They've got to make a decision. Legarius Sneed is also 32. He's for 30 Chris now. Jones? Th- th- yeah. 30 now. Okay. All right. I, I, I mean, it's. I, if you asked, if my opinion was, if they were asking me, which they're not asking me, are you willing to spend a lot of money on Daniil Hunter, the pass rusher, the, the edge? Rusher from the Minnesota Vikings versus Chris Jones. I would go Daniil Hunter, but you could do worse than Chris Jones. Is that that's because for sure. of positionality or because of age? I just think that at this point, it's a bigger need for me. Yeah. Like three techniques, very important. But if you could put somebody on the other side of Montez Sweat, that would get me really excited. For, I'm, I'm 100% with you. And for me, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think they've got more the depth do, on the defensive line in, on the interior than they do on the edge. So I just think it's a greater need. They, the they kind of proved for all the conversation about, oh, that three technique is what makes Fluce's defense. Work. They, they kind of did it with an okay three technique. They showed you yeah. that the rest of those pieces, especially after Montez Sweat got added into things. Well, that's such a key element. That they're able too. to cook. Yeah, like see how much better everybody was. Look, we, I give Matt Eberflus a ton of credit for this defense getting significantly better. What was the key move that occurred yeah, I mean, that was 
kind of the the trigger for that to all happen. Guy who's going to go get it. Yeah, he, the, you went and you traded for Montez Sweat. You bring in Montez Sweat, and he's what the kid, cool kids say is that he's a true multiplier. He makes everyone better. And then all of a sudden, they go on this run with their secondary, taking the football away. They ended the season with uh, more interceptions than any team in the league other than the San Francisco 49ers. So when you find guys that can do what Montez Sweat does, it just makes life easier for everybody on the defense. Just quickly here on the Eddie Jackson thing, too, because I think a lot of Bears fans saw him prior to the contract, and not saying that contracts change everybody, but I think the style of play definitely changed for him. I think a lot of Bears fans saw him as favorite player. Uh, he was a 99 in Madden, you know, top overall safety, and that matters a lot to young fans, right? Uh, the jersey got sold. The talent was there. The interceptions were there. The run after interception was there for him, too. That was a pretty exceptional flash for Eddie Jackson. Oh, there's no doubt. The first three years were were very good. He was a pro bowler twice, I believe, and an all-pro, first-team all-pro one season. Fourth-round draft pick, if memory yep. serves, out of Alabama yep. and sank in the draft because of a broken foot. foot. I believe that was the case. There's something in his leg. And for that... I think you have credit to those talent evaluators for taking that shot. I know we don't like to do that with that that GM, that talent evaluation class, but kudos. I do. What's interesting to me is you know you read stuff who, from people who cover the team and and you hear things that you know from Courtney and all that kind of. Eddie Jackson was pretty well considered a captain of that defensive backfield. Yes, which is interesting to me because I'm you know I'm 38 years old and when you look at defensive back, I'm thinking Troy Polamalu and Ed Reed, yeah. look guys who. Guys who hit. Yeah. And it's that wasn't Eddie's forte. No, yeah. but he was still a captain, like considered a. It's funny. It's interesting that you can be in the NFL that captain, but still not have to lay the lumber. Don't yeah, you I think well, that was interesting? Think about this. In his first year, 2017, two interceptions. 2017, that defense is starting to build, right? Two interceptions, return one for a touchdown, uh, a forced fumble. Played all 16 games. The following year, it's six interceptions. He yeah. was he was first team All Pro. He returned two of those for touchdowns in that fantastic 2018 oh. season, where that defense was as good as 30 as it gets. Just so many takeaways. Unbelievable. Yeah. And then in 19, he had two interceptions. And then all of the, the takeaways kind of went away. He spent two years in 20 and 21 without a pick. And then in the first year with Matt Nagy in 20, excuse me, with Matt Eberflus in 2022, right. Kind of got back on track, had a bit of a career renaissance and had four, four interceptions and two forced fumbles. And that's where you know, I believe he was, Matt Nagy, Matt Eberflus's. Well, uh, if they'd hired guys with different names, we wouldn't have yeah, this problem. I, good point. This yeah. isn't on you. Is that uh, a pace face or? No, I think Matt. we got past yeah, we retired that. that. Yeah, we retired that. Yeah. Um, but he kind of got back on track and won Matt Eberflus's Ball Hawk Award in this year, you know, one interception and kind of. I just think at this point, this is this is the quintessential cap casualty. Yeah, you know, I did. Uh, I found the numbers here. So the Bears with this are clearing about a little over twenty-one million in cap space. So they now have an effective cap space, which is the real important number of fifty, almost fifty-five million, which, which ranks them where fourth right. in the NFL. So they Ooh. went from eighth most cap space, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, to, four. to fourth with these two moves. Like you clear up twenty million bucks. That's probably what is it eight percent. Of the salary cap, salary cap is in obviously in excess of what twenty two hundred twenty some million. God, I don't know what's right. Two forty two is what we're at now. Two forty two, right? Oh. Did you say two forty two? Two forty two. It's growing. I mean, so 
That's a significant amount of space to yeah. create. So Ryan Poles has got a lot, lot, lot at his disposal for sure. Not just in the draft, but in free agency as well. So, and this is why, I mean, not to jump around too much, but when everyone says you got to trade that first overall pick because then you can, you can get this bevy of picks and you can build your team. You have the resources to build your football team, even if you use the first overall pick. You're talking about cash-wise. The cash-wise, and you still have the ninth overall well, selection. Of course, of course. Like, they have enough at their disposal to continue to make themselves a better football team. And you also have to also put this into perspective. You're not a three-win football team picking first. You're a seven-win football team with the first overall selection based on how you maneuvered the year before. Yeah. So you're already not the worst team in the NFL despite having the first overall pick. So I'm not one that believes that you have to trade that pick to bring in this harvest, this large amount of draft currency so that you can build your team here. That would be great, but if you are quote-unquote, in football love with one of these quarterbacks. You draft that guy, and you still have resources to continue to build your team. Try and tie this whole thing together for you, right? We, we started trying to talk a little bit about the Super Bowl. Right, before the I wanted news to get of, your Super Bowl thoughts. Before the news of Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson being let go by the Bears as cap casualties popped across the desk here in the last 20, 25 minutes. My biggest takeaway from that Super Bowl was essentially this. You know, the Chiefs weren't all that great this year. This is not, by far, one of the best Chiefs seasons in the Patrick Mahomes. By the way, I think many people wrote them off after that Christmas Day disaster against the Raiders. That was the Raiders, right? Yeah. Did you see, by the way, that Reed said, Reed thanked Antonio Freeman for the the ass whooping that they got by the Raiders because it got them in the right set? Like that's that was Andy Reid's whole thing. He's like this. This really changed it for Antonio us. Antonio Pierce, yeah, the Antonio coach, Pierce, yeah. Yeah. yeah, Antonio Freeman, a wide receiver for the Packers years ago. Yeah, they're, 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 your uh, your Green Bay yeah. uh, connection well, is starting school. to. You go to yeah. high school just south of yeah. Green Bay. Every now and again, it's going to. I'm going to make a Donald Driver reference really soon here. If you did, I'd be disappointed. Really weird, wouldn't it? Greg Jennings uh, anywhere yeah, in Greg your front of your brain? Sure, absolutely. Uh, Dorsey Levins coming up for you. Oh yeah. No, the what what struck me so much was how damn good Patrick Mahomes has to be to overcome a lack of skill set by wide receivers and drops by Travis Kelsey. And listen, I mean, the, the guy played great when it mattered a whole lot, but there were some drops along the way in those playoffs. Absolutely. And especially in that suit. Although I don't know that Kelsey had a drop in the super... No, I think a lot well. of their drops, they had more drops, I think, than anybody, or they were in top it, three or four. They had an almost league. impossible amount of it drops. It struck me just how good you have to be at the quarterback position to overcome the fact that you're not paying a whole lot of money elsewhere on the offense. Now, yeah. for the Chiefs, that money is tied up in Patrick Mahomes. It's yes. a choice they made. But, as you talked about, and as you mentioned, with Bears fans wanting to trade back and grab all this rookie talent and throw that in on a cheap pay scale, right? Okay, fine. But that is, in effect, the same issue that the Chiefs had to overcome. So you have to get your talent evaluation right. Mm-hmm. You got to make sure that all those rookies are going to age and 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 uh, mature at the right, correct pace. And your quarterback has to be exceptional to overcome those things. Yeah, I mean, the, is, if you have exceptional talents at that position, you've got a chance. It's the ultimate deodorant. Mm-hmm. It really is. Like you, you can you can cover up some of the inefficiencies in other areas some and the of mistakes. The stinkiest stink. There's no question. So uh, yeah, I mean, look, it's we 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 tend to live in, in in the here and the now, and we overemphasize the moment. But I mean, I don't know how you feel. I and mean, we've spent the last several days contemplating whether or not 
Patrick Mahomes is already the best quarterback you've ever seen. And for me, visually, yes. Is he the most accomplished? No, that's still Tom Brady. But Tom Brady couldn't do some of the stuff that we've seen Patrick Mahomes do. No, but I don't think you have to do it in a particular way, right? Like, play within your skill set. If you're better at the three things that you do than anyone else is, anyone else that's ever played at those three things, yeah. I think that can make you the best, right? I mean, yeah. it kind of gets back to our Devin Hester conversation going to the Hall of Fame. He did one thing. Right. And he did better than anybody else has ever done it. That's true. I would say no, Patrick Mahomes isn't the greatest quarterback I've ever seen yet. Rex Grossman? Yeah, absolutely. You nailed it. Sexy Rexy. That's my guy. But I could, I could absolutely see that Mahomes is going, not like may take, He's going to take that off the mantle very soon. Yeah, three Super like Bowls in his happening. first six seasons. It's at, it's almost it inevitable. Crazy. He's Thanos. He's going to snap the fingers. Yeah. It's all his. Yeah. But I, but I grew up in the Peyton Brady era, right? I mean, so every, you have a huge appreciation for what those guys were capable of doing. Yes, I get it. Yes, and they were on the. But neither one of those stages. guys could do what this cat can do. But they, uh, but they accomplished so much with what they could. Why? Right? Well, well, I mean, I got told night after night as Peyton would sit right behind Jeff Saturday and scream at this guy on one end of the field and scream at the other end. And I got told over and over again, nobody does this like Peyton. Only he can change these offenses well, I think and these Patrick plays. Mahomes has the already won more Super Bowls than him. I, no doubt about it. Yeah. But this is the I mean, this is the narrative of the NFL, right? I got told that the, the way he's going, the way Peyton Manning's going about this right now makes him better than anybody. And then you, you watch Pat Mahomes play. And he doesn't need to do all of this. He just runs over here and throws it back across the field 45 yards to a wide open, I don't know his name. You know, right. like, yes. it doesn't matter. I don't know that Patrick knows the names of the guys because of they he come doesn't. in and out so frequently. But no, you're right. Real quick, Josh and Man- uh, Mantino has, a, uh, has an interesting point as well. Josh, uh, what's up, buddy? Hey, good to talk to you guys. Thanks Listen, for calling. I, I, I'm not sad to see Eddie go. Uh, he had all the potential in the world, and he produced early. But after a while, Eddie, to me, became Mr. Just, just good enough to get there. He was great at putting himself on film and being right around where the tackle was made. But to me, he never looked like he wanted to make one. He didn't want to get his nose in there. You know, gone to the days of needing Ronnie Lott or somebody to come up there and lay the wood. But Eddie didn't even look like he wanted to tackle unless he was the only one who could possibly do it. So, I mean, again, thanks for, for what he did. But, you know, we, we need somebody who's willing to get in there and get their hands dirty. And if it saves us some money in the meantime, I think we're better off letting them walk. Yeah, Josh, I think that this was the right decision. I think this was, this was the expected decision. Eddie was never considered to be... You know, one of those thumpers coming from from the free safety position. He was more guys, of a ball hawk. Do those guys really exist anymore, though? Like, because of the rules, I don't think the Ronnie Lots and the Ed Reeds and the Paul Amalus can really exist. Such, yeah, I don't think those guys can. Like, look, Eddie Jackson, still not a very good tackler. But I don't think those kind of over the middle of the field, like Cam Chancellor types, I don't really think they can exist anymore the way they used to. With no, the but there's a difference between good and willing, isn't there? There's a difference between a good tackler and a willing tackler. Yes, there is. Somebody yeah. that wants to do it versus somebody that's just, you know, this isn't how we, you know, this is not on my top ten list of things to do. And I, But I would say, like, that, that safety, right, in that defense, that kind of center fielder free safety, 
Well, you tell me, he seems to be faced with more business decisions on yeah. the field on a given day than anyone else on that defense. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I mean it's just the nature of that spot. It is. It is. Uh, he's had a, he had a good run. Like I said, he resurrected his career here in 2022. Uh, but this was, I, to me, it was the right decision. It was the expected decision. Do you need a guy that plays like Eddie Jackson uh, in in terms of the, you know what I mean, the, the skill sets? The, the Eddie Jackson we think of, not the... You know, the unwilling tackler, this kind of thing. Do you want that kind of free safety coming into this defense? Or are you looking to finally uh, to change that skill set? No, a little? I, I think that that guy's got to he's got to have ball hawking ability. There's no question about it. And Eddie had that, but you also have to be a willing participant in the in the in the run game. In the run game, yeah. you just do. I mean, and and it's you know, it's the guys that can do it exceptionally well are the guys that get paid. You know, handsomely. Because I, I can't, like, listen, I understand that Brisker is on the other side of the field than Eddie as you set up the defense, right? Or those two positions, they kind of have the field. But the wear and tear that's happening here on Brisker, I like the, the constant hits. Listen, also, the, the game is different. I think that's kind of what you were talking about, Charlie. Like, the Steve Atwaters, really, there's not a ton of those types of guys Steve anymore. Atwater, you know what I mean? Man, that's great. You know, like the Joey Browners, guys that... You've got to be as good in the pass defense aspect of your job description as you are in run support because the, they're throwing it a hell of a lot more than they're running it these days. Yeah. You see most of the time, I would say 40, not most of the time, 45% of the time you're in a sub package. A box safety is just a line, a lighter linebacker that you've exactly. shifted back now, right? You've got to be able to tackle, yeah. but you're not headhunting anymore. There aren't many safeties that headhunt. The kid that hurt him got hurt earlier in the year in San Francisco and wasn't available. Available for the for the Super Bowl is probably the I think is maybe the biggest hitter as at the safety position. But if you can't cover and you can't you know roam out there and make plays and you know a, just a singular in the box safety isn't as valuable as he was fifteen years ago. You got to be able to help that slot yeah. defender, right? I mean that's essentially what this comes down yes. to. Uh, so uh, big news is is Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson have been released. It saves what did you say? 21 million. I've been receiving texts from several people that I know with Bear affiliation. They're I saying saw that Pat, you working the phone over Pat there. Scales, their long snapper, has been there since 2015, but I believe he is a free agent, right? Patrick Scales. So he's not officially on their roster right draft now. Draft a long snapper. Or just resign him. No, draft a long snapper. Or just resign him. Third round just pick. resign him. He's that third yeah, just round resign pick on a long him. snapper. See if Patrick Manley's available. If, he's if always Scales available. Is he's cool to too hang. Much. He's good he's to hang. He's the best, yeah. He's, man. He's fantastic. Yes, he so the Bears make a couple of decisions that we were expecting. When we come back, though. Oh, yeah. I need to. Is I it time? Need, you need, yeah, I think you need to tell me and everybody else why you're so excited. And... And I want to gauge if there's the same level of excitement from everybody out there, if I'm the one that's that's missing. A long-forgotten American institution tied to the game of football is returning and has many of us as excited as we've been since college. That's next, Waddle and Sylvie. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. It's the sound you've waited months to hear. It's images or some of your oldest memories. 
It's caused some of your greatest triumphs. Your biggest heartbreaks. This is college football. Let's go! It's tradition, pageantry, and intensity. You can visit every school in the country and never see the same thing twice. It's the option at Georgia Tech, the pistol at Nevada, and the spread no huddle. It's Howard's Rock, the smoke in Miami, and every Saturday, you tap that sign. This is what makes college football special. This is why your school is more than who you root for. It's who you are. The wait is over. College football is here. It's still several months away. It's still several months away. I've never seen, first of all, I've never seen three grown men with bigger smiles on their faces than the three of you guys today. Charlie, I've never seen Charlie this excited about anything. Tyler came in and was gave it the old Tom Brady LFG. Oh yeah, and you like it? Oh my God, you have no idea. NCAA football by EA Sports is coming back as a video game, and you're telling me this is an enormous thing. This is huge. This so is would everybody huge. out there listening right now? Yes. If if you are in the sports radio demo toward the bottom two thirds, you have played this game. You have played seasons. I think Meller's a big fan of this. You have played dynasties in this game. You've played against your friends in this game. You've whipped controllers at your friends because of this game. And you have had beers because of this game. NCAA football, and I, I think, you know, I've talked about this a lot when it comes to baseball too. We we dismiss, I think, much too quickly the connection between kids. And their fandom in sports. The popularity of the sports. And the video game itself, right? There's a reason that the NBA has increased its fandom over the last five, ten years and and checked its gain, or or rather checked its losses against the NFL. And if you're going to tell me part of that isn't NBA 2K and its popularity amongst kids, getting them toward the game of basketball, you're absolutely crazy. You have absolutely lost it. Is the the game kind of like peaked in terms of its... Popularity because I think the NBA right now is not resonating the way it did a few years I think, ago. I think 2K probably peaked a little Do bit. They need I think a new, they need a new the version. Game, Do we need a 3K? Got a little bad with all the microtransactions. It, 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 well, see, that's the other thing. We're going to talk about that too. I'm, I'm worried. My worry about NCAA football, the new video game that's coming out here in the summer. Look at you. You can't even contain yourself. The microtransactions. Like in your chair. This is huge. Listen, when I, I went to college. I'm not, by the way, I'm not minimizing it either. Like, no. I'm not sitting there looking at you just. Judging you, saying, "Dude, what are you doing? You're living in mom's basement, no, playing a video game." Is, I'm not. I just, but I, but by the same token, I don't understand the enthusiasm for this game because I don't think I, I don't, I know I, I've never played it. This game, this game taught me football. 
when I when I started playing this game in high school and this into is college, what makes you an expert yes. with regard to what the Bears should do with Absolutely. the first overall selection because I can select the proper. This play is why everybody keeps inundating everyone on social media because everyone's an effing expert about yes. everything because yes. of NCAA it's because football. of NCAA football on video games. I have the perfect. Absolutely. This has made everybody an expert. Hundred percent. This is why Charlie, you believe you know. It makes what it accessible well, with their roster. No, but I will say when no. we when I played, uh, I don't know anything. But when I played youth football in fourth grade, we ran the triple option, and one of the things our coach told us was go home if you have NCAA, play as Georgia Tech, and you can visualize yep. how this is supposed to work. Yep. You can learn the game from who, this. Well, who was your coach? Some 15-year-old kid in the neighborhood? I somebody's dad, What the I hell think. are you talking about? Yeah, he no. a legitimate coach? Yeah, he was like... Was this he is, a licensed football coach? I mean, I, I, yeah, I assume it's so. Jimmy down the street. He's really good at NCAA football. He had a I am 12 birth certificate, and that Absolutely. was all. Absolutely. That's what you got. No, I mean, this is this is a big return. And it's a, it's a fairly big sports story, too, because... The last time NCAA football, the video game, came out was 2014. Denard Robinson's on the cover. Okay. And then so, it, so kind of circle back and tell me why, why it's been gone for so long. It's been gone because of the NIL rights. Students weren't being paid for their names, images, and likenesses on that game. And I forget so the name of the away. lawsuit. They got sued. Yeah, it went away. Um, they, they couldn't reach or understand or even figure out how they wanted to pay these athletes for their names. Was it Kane, was it Kane Coulter, the kid from Northwestern? Was he part of this lawsuit or was no, this, this no, a previous no, lawsuit? Ed O'Bannon? Ed o- yeah, it's, it's the Ed O'Bannon lawsuit. Okay. From, and he was actually a basketball player. Um, right. UCLA, and, but they had right. an NCAA basketball, basketball game TCU as well. TCU now, I believe. Really? I did not know that. Um so anyway, the the lawsuit scotches he the video game. He just glossed right over that. I was like, hey, that's a useless piece of information, Tyler, but thanks, buddy. Sorry, all college basketball to me is just mid-range jumpers off the back of the iron until March Madness, and then I start caring again. It's, it's I, I let it go. You just pooped all over college basketball. Know, so by the way, we've got Northwestern basketball. Right, right, right yeah, Northwestern and Rutgers at 515. Layup line starts at 5, folks. Right here on ESPN 1000. It's nothing against those teams or Show those yourself athletes. Out. I just, the college basketball thing doesn't do it for me. Um, anyway, the the game itself had to be put uh, upstairs. It had to be put on the shelf. You, okay. they, they didn't make it anymore. The return with the name image with the NIL rights had been prophesized for a while. We were actually supposed to get a trailer boys right during the during the national championship game. There, that was a rumor that I'm pretty sure it hasn't been shot down. But some of the well, kind of main get, reporters on this saying that wasn't going to happen. Are you sure, Charlie? You're going to get the game coming back in the summer. We well, got it. Official word from EA today. We got a teaser today that a trailer is coming soon and the game is to be released in summer. Trailer. It's big. It's big news. Speaking of that, you're going to be living in one Man. if you spend too much time on your console. If only, I mean, listen, if I could just sit there in the trailer and run, you know, 2024 to 2060 something Wisconsin football, really get us a quarterback and make a run at a couple of titles, I would be ha- snug as a bug in a rug, my man. We, we would sit with these, and I know everybody did this. We would sit with these games 
And you would play season after season, and you would recruit, and you would move your crappy little school from D2 to D1 and win championships. You would take down Nick Saban at Alabama and put a and everyone title was doing banner. This? Yes, or LSU. And you would put a banner up in the rafters of the crappy apartment you had in college. So when everybody walked in, they saw that you won the 2006 national title with Army, for God's sakes. I mean, this was... This is how you learned this game. This Look is how you became a program. This is this is why. I mean, if you ask, if you ask a lot of college football fans my age and a little bit younger, they'll say that their favorite college football play-by-play guy is Brad Nestler. Because was he the voice because of the game? Brad Nestler did the game for the better part of a decade. I hear Brad Nestler's voice and I go straight back to that. I college, still remember some of the quips pants they off. I still remember Kirk Herbstreit being like, you ever hear the phrase, get your keys, because we're going on a drive? Oh, my well, God. Well, that's happening what is right that? now. What is that? That's it's what Kirk Herbstreit would say in NCAA, like, 09 or something. Yeah. Charlie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how how excited are you I'm right now? 15. I thought, like, I, I was devastated when I figured out that this was no longer going to be happening. I mean, I would go, I would play Road to Glory. Oh. You can, you used to be able to design uniforms yeah. online and then you could download them and then upload them as your high school team so i would down i would like try to create the closest thing to my high school football uniform download it and then send myself off to notre dame or michigan or something it was great you played as a college you played as a high school athlete right a high school player you would play your state tournament and then you would get recruited by schools in one of the game modes and then you would go off to college, and then you would get yourself a draft position. And you could take those college uh, classes and port them into the Madden game. So you could move yourself all the way through the pros if you really wanted to. The, the reason that this game, for a lot of football fans who played this as much as they had, as much as Madden too, the reason this game is so much better is because it had so many different game modes. And when you go play Madden, you're basically playing just online against somebody who's going to spam you with the same three plays for the better part of an hour and a half. That means use the same three plays over and over and over again because they found a glitch in your defense or glitch in the program or whatever. Look at you. Joe Cowley. And then you're going to go Which who you told me Joe was like the best. Player. Oh, he's a hell of a player. He would play as Florida State. I took him down. I had it within one. I went for two. I regret nothing. And we had a whole league. Goff was in the league. Every, I mean, this is... We We're sat down and played. That's this, this is what we decided in the meeting today is that we are creating an ESPN 1000 league oh, among us. Yes. And we're going to stream it on Twitch. I, I'm not. I, I'm. I'm not going to participate. No. I'll bring you in as an OC. But you, you can should, OC my team. You should commentate. First of all, coach. I don't understand it, you and I don't do, feel like at the ripe old age of almost fifty-seven, investing enough into learning about it. You should do the. And by the way, you know what? I I should get into this because I don't have any. It's just my wife and I now, so I don't have to do any parenting anymore. You got. You so got, I've got old plenty of time to got. kind of get up to speed on. This it. is what we should do. That no, like we need it because you can have like. An announcer over, like we can mute yes, the game. Yes, we can mute the game. Yeah, we can do the color Waddle, for the game. Yeah, we'll get somebody to do play by play. Yeah, I'll sit down and do play by play. Waddle, you sit down and be the two chair, do the analyst Look at work. You. Look we'll at break you. down You're a so Tyler Hockey, Charlie Bevins game. Yeah, a little, little Clemson <laughs> UNC you. action. I, Tyler, listen, are you excited as these two guys are? My girlfriend claims that my biggest green flag <laughs> is that I don't play video games. 
That is what about is a green change. flag? The go? It's like a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Good good thing. Thing. Like there's red yeah. flags, there's okay. green flags, there's beige have, flags. You, oh, what My, are they? Give me again. Beige red flags. flags. Green, well, green flags and beige flags. What's a, what's a beige flag? Beige, beige flags flag is, is like, like liking coffee. Or, yeah, it's like neutral <laughs> you're not stuff. Allowed to like coffee? stuff. Okay. It's, it's, it's not like stuff. it means you're uninteresting. It's not like, like yeah. a problem, but it's like, that's odd. Yeah. What's the red flag? What's a top red flag? Top red you, flag? Like you have bodies buried in your basement? Yeah, yeah, yeah stuff that's like that. a pretty significant yeah, like red flag. But yeah. she says that my biggest green flag is that I don't play video uh, games. Oh, you know what? This relationship's about, about to take to a turn. change this summer. She's in trouble, isn't she? Oh, yeah. my, my lease ends uh, at the end of July, and I was telling Tyler that I might just re-up my lease so that I don't have to stop playing NCAA at a certain point Solid. in July. My man in there Solid is going reasoning. to adjust his Solid living reasoning. situation that makes a lot of based sense. on a video that, game. If you're in the middle of recruiting season and you got to move... You got to spend those points, baby. I got to figure out how to organize this NIL money. I got to navigate the transfer portal. So I can't also be worrying about putting what the off. next two hundred no. square foot apartment I'm going to be living so, at. So, boys, what do we know? We know that there beige will be flag, beige flag right there. I, very beige, so beige, like the that's poop brown. That's a poop brown flag right there. <laughs> we know, we know that this game is going to reflect the new changes in college football. Apparently, there's going to be a transfer portal in the game, yeah. right? Uh, you may or may not have to navigate NIL money. I, I, I don't know. I can't imagine you. that's not a part of it. And do we know who the play-by-play and analyst are going to be for the game? Do we, I have not seen that. We, do we I think have that's going to be a very high-paying job. It is. I mean, you get in there and you... Uh, listen, I, I've talked to you. I know people who have sat down and done these games. I mean, I think Boog does the show or yeah. has done the show in yep. the past. And it was Vascursion for a while, Vascursion too. Vascursion for a really right, long I gotta time. Call, I got to call a 20. We got to get a timeout. I got to get right. you guys towed off. Oh, man. We gotta take a break. Get when two we, for everybody. We come back. I want to. We'll take Bongwater. Uh, Bongwater. Chad's uh, calling us as well. So is Kevin. I guess this is a true. It's a big deal. It's a, it's a big deal. It's a celebration. It's not just something that you guys have. But we'll get thoughts. And then at four o'clock, we'll talk about the Bears and the uh, stadium situation and maybe their quarterback situation as well. Connor's it for Sylvie. It's Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN One Thousand. Follow Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN One Thousand Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Uh, the big news is the Bears have parted uh, ways with Cody Whitehair and Eddie Jackson. That's from my perspective. That will save them about $21 million in terms of cap space. With regard to Connor, who's in for Sylvie, and... Tyler and Charlie, the Chuck Wagons in today. And the rest of our audience. You think so? Yeah. It is the announcement that... I can't look at you without laughing because you're you're so happy. Joy's been tough to find around here for a little bit here, Wad. So I'm going to take it where I can find it. Thanks. Been a tough month. Going to look forward to a video game. Oh. Explain yourself again quickly before we get yeah, uh, Chris NCAA, and Kevin and Bongwater NCAA Chad. football is coming back this summer. It is a seminal video game and one that has brought a lot of football fans into a much more hardcore version of football fandom. This is a huge thing for the NFL, for the NCAA. I mean, truly, this is a needle mover for a lot of people who adore this sport. Are we about to become a less productive society, even less productive than maybe before? I can only hope so. And I figured that the timing of this game, its release being summer and not during March Madness, is only because it would completely tank the country if the game came out at the same time as the NCAA tournament. Right. We would just all, no one would do anything. 
We'd be sitting there in sweatpants that we've owned for the better part of 20 years, trying to find the bottom of a box of Cheez-Its and another two-gallon thing of you Coke. You are about to go back to college, my yes! friend. Yes, I am. And none of the bad stuff either. Uh, just, the, just the happy memories. We'll, we'll get to the uh, Bears Stadium conversation a little bit, but Bongwater Chad is just as jacked as you guys are, I think. Chad, what's up, buddy? Shalom, gentlemen. First of all, I almost drove my car off the road when I heard this news. So that, gotta, that's how excited that I was. I, I and the it. fact that the breaking news sounder didn't yes. go off was kind of a travesty. Tommy, that's how big of a deal okay, this is. Okay, I'm getting it. This is, this is a generational game. If you are in your early 40s, your 30s, this is what you did. Wave goodbye to those days this, a long time ago. This is ago. what you Fun, though, right? did. You, you built this team. You, you, you took somebody like Navy, and you played 30 years of a Hell season, yes. and, and you won 10 titles back-to-back. Yes. Back. And then you started transferring your draft class into your Madden game so you could go into Madden and draft all of the people that you played. This is some of the most exciting news that I have heard Chad. in a very long time. And I don't know which one of you said it, but... Wasn't yeah, me. my wife is going to be very mad at me when she hears that this game is coming out because Chad, um, I'm going to be doing a lot of sitting on my butt in gaming. You've got I, a young daughter yes, as well, Connor. Yes. How in the world is that child going to be raised how in an appropriate fashion? How else am I going to teach fashion? her football? This is how I teach her football. CJ is <laughs> going to learn football by sitting down and watch me actually put together a Wisconsin offense that looks like they can score two touchdowns a game. That's what's going to happen. Oh, my gosh. I bet Chad you remembers to, the name of a big a recruit. Idiot. Do you have to build your team in the, I, I don't know, in, in, in the offensive style of the school? Right. No, so you you're going to score 13 points a game. No. Like Danny Lynch. Did Danny Lynch <laughs> up in, in, our, in, our, in our sales yeah. department, he's going to put together his Iowa team that oh, scores nine bastard. points per game. Like his most important development is going to be his punter. Yeah, punting and kicking. No, yeah. you don't have to. You can actually be good at football as opposed to having to be Iowa. You don't have to do okay. the Iowa football You don't thing. have to do That's what they the do. That's the beauty of it. It's fan fiction. Okay. You get to write thanks your own call, future. It's wonderful. Yeah, thanks, Chad. I Listen... That's the really fun part is you kind of get to live out that dream a little bit and and move whatever program you want into relevancy. It's you'll great. Make, you'll make Tyler Van Dyke a Heisen winner. Yes, you can. Phil Struthers at FAMU. You're just making up names title. now. You're yes! making up names. Kevin's yes! in Gurney. We're not making up that name. He seems excited as well. What's up, Kevin? Gentlemen, how are we doing today? Obviously some better than others. Hell yeah. Oh man, it is it is it is a, a entirely needle pushing event. It's like the Berlin Wall came down for video <laughs> games today. I mean, it's 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 one of these things. I'm a Golden Domer man. Uh, so being 25 years old, I've been playing this game since I was about three years old, um, and now just having it back. There's no way, Kevin, everything. you were playing this game at three years I, old. I, I I I can put it on my mother's life. I, I put it on my mother's I'm life. Ever you. Since How in the world could you play a video game at the, three? That's why my is so strong, gentlemen, because I've been playing since I was three years old. <laughs> I have fully invested days on, a, on, on end in this game, and I fully intend on buying probably six 12-packs of Mountain Dew Code Red yes. and a box of Cheez-Its, just like the old days, and I'm going to hammer away and get through 2024 all the way to 2032 in a matter of probably a week, fully yes. recruiting, getting my staff according right, and maybe join the coaching carousel after I've had my fun as an offensive coordinator. Maybe is, I'll be now I've under, now yes. I understand how social media got to where it is. 
Everyone on social media is chucking insults at each other because they've got all the answers. You Gen Xers, you're always blaming video games. It wasn't the video games. Absolutely nonsense. It was Dungeons and Dragons when you were a kid, right? I mean, my God. Unbelievable. Dude, this game is going to be impossible to download. It's going to be, oh my God. The servers are going to crash. Vaporize. Crash. Absolutely no one is going to download this on night number one. Now that it's a, (laughs) now that we live in like the download society of video games, but can you imagine the GameStop line? Oh my God. Can you imagine the wait outside Target? Will GameStop now be a thing again? No, it probably won't. We'll get the stock prices back to what it was. (laughs) So this is we're going to start playing the penny stock game again? I got a good story for you. On the cover, the cover athlete of NCAA football back in the day used to be a guy who had graduated for the most part, right? Because you have to pay him to be on the cover and you can't be a college athlete if you're getting paid. So one of my first jobs out of college was covering college football out west. So I go talk to former Boise State quarterback Jared Zabransky. You remember Jared Zabransky? I do not. Good he, pull. They beat Oklahoma. It's the Statue of I'll Liberty take play. Your, with take your Ian, word for I almost it. said Ian Stewart. Ian Johnson. Ian yeah. Johnson. Ian Stewart was a Cubs third baseman. Ian John, And he runs the Statue of Liberty in for a touchdown against uh, Bob Stoops and the Sooners. Proposes Poses. to his girlfriend, a cheerleader. I'll take your right word there for it. in Arizona, Glendale, where I'll be next week for the yeah. national. The whole thing. Best college football game I'd seen in a long time since, oh, well, and then 05 happened with Vince Young and Matt Leiner. So anyway, I talked to Zabransky, right? He got paid a pretty good amount of money to be on that cover. Bought the family, like literally bought the family farm and got himself all set up with the video game. This guy wasn't going pro. This guy is Jared Zabransky. He was a system quarterback at Boise before Chris Peterson had really turned that into a big thing. It was just kind of a, look at Your this. Your football knowledge is based on a video game. And somewhat. And a professional experience reporting. But yeah, other than that. No, I'm just saying, though. Like, you're. Yes! Yes! That's how this. That's how big a keystone. So you think actually this football game or this video game enhanced your ability to do your job? I, I know that you it did. did. I, okay. I know that it did. In All fact, right. I, I go so far as to say some of the work that I'll do in an off season leading up to a baseball season, I'll sit down with a particular video game, and it's not because I, I learn the. It's easier to learn the names of everybody on the team if I'm just playing a video game than it is scrolling through baseball reference or team media guides or whatever and doing it that way. Connor, Tyler, and Charlie are going to put their pants on here at the break and I'll come back. i actually. <laughs> and we're, do you want to do, you want to do a little stadium conversation? Or do a little do you wanna, stadium. Are you going to be able to like I'll, divert I'll your attention to something Bears related? Bit. Things will be fine. Yeah. We'll get back. Yeah, because nothing's more fun than the finance oh, yeah. world of sports. There's no question. That's a great Th- thing. This is reality, though. That's true. This isn't, you know, is make-believe. It, is it? This isn't make-believe. There's no brick. There's no mortar. We're talking about... What are we talking about here? We're we, talking about... We are coming Fugazi, up with a solution. Fugazi's fairy dust. We're coming... <laughs> you shut up in there, Charlie. Connor's in for Sylvie. We'll talk Bears Stadium situation when we come back on ESPN 1000.